Hey, it's Amy with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. And here's a little prosperity message for you. Um, it's your job to clean up all the fear around your finances. It is your job and you can. That's that's what I'm saying to you. I'm, I'm not saying like, oh, you're bad if you're feeling fear about anything related to money. But it is your job to get to a place where you don't feel fear and, you know, do everything that you know to do. You know, of course, the spiritual practice, your prayer, your meditation, your affirmations, then also the practical stuff. Be willing to learn, be willing to try things, be willing to trust your intuition so that you can make the best decision for you. Don't just defer um, the financial feeling to some outside source. Oh, if this shows up, then I'll feel good. Or if my dad approves, then I'll feel good. Or if, um, if I am the most well-paid amongst my peers, then I'll feel good. I'm not saying don't want all those things, but first and foremost, you're in charge. It is your job to feel good around your finances. And so do whatever it takes, whatever it takes, and and go to spirit and pray about it. If there's an area of your finances that you're feeling a lot of fear around, pray about it. Pray for guidance. Pray for signs and symbols to show you to show up so you can start processing that fear and letting go of that fear. It's not just, um, oh, I'm feeling fear. I've got to clear it out. Oftentimes, the way we clear out particularly financial fears is we've got to let go of a lot of limiting beliefs, and they come in all different forms, and they're, they're, they can be very clunky. And when I say clunky, there's a lot of components to it. Like, um, I just heard a talk on, um, if you have Gaia, it's a, it's a streaming platform. Uh, I, I've been watching it through Amazon Prime Video. There, they have a, a series called Abundance Code, and one of the episodes I recently watched, it was a man who's a financial expert, and he said one of his biggest limiting beliefs came from in childhood, and he had a piggy bank that he had put all this money into, and um, then one day he decided he was going to open the bank up and take the money out and spend it, so he he did that and he went and bought all this candy and he got back home and his mom was upset with him and he he took that memory and it played out that money was for other people and that you know it's in the bank for other people but he's not allowed to use it and he said some years later in his adult life he he finally asked his mom he's like what what were you upset about and she says i i wasn't upset about the money or using the money i was upset that you walked you know, cross three major streets alone. And, and it, I was worried for your safety. And, and it had nothing to do with money, but he had spent a good chunk of his adult life pushing money away, you know, doing things of service and not getting compensated for it, believing that money was from somebody outside of him. Do you see how that one memory that had ultimately nothing to do with money shaped his consciousness and until he got to the root of it 
he played out the story that kept him in an unprosperous way of being. And so that's why I say when it comes to money and financial beliefs, they can be very clunky. I think we also live in a world that perpetuates the worst perspectives around money and very disempowering perspectives around money. You know, the things that they report on the news around money and finances and the economy, very disempowering. And, um, and, and really, for a lot of us, even if you are prosperous or, or wealthy, it can leave you feeling like a victim to circumstance. And so you have to take your power back. And one of those ways is deciding that you are going to eradicate fear around your finances. And if you're struggling, you know, pray and ask for all the right people to show up to support you in letting go of that fear. You know, when I, I bought my car recently, the salesperson was just so great. Like only God could have drawn drawn this energy to me. It, he resonated so much with my energy. He didn't even have to say a lot of words. I'm not, you know, I talk a lot on this show and I talk a lot in session with clients, but really in my own life, I don't, I, I don't live. I love words and, and words of affirmation are, it's definitely one of my love languages, but I, I really operate under feeling. You know, at, at my, you know, my, my most primitive state and, and he, it, it was just his, the, the feeling that he emoted, is that the word? I can see it. It's like a radiated out. That feeling was what I needed to go move through this process that was really difficult for me. I, you know, I said in previous podcasts, it was, it was an area that was very challenging around cars for me. And, and he was just so what I needed. And, and even now, like he'll, he, he's texted me uh, once a week since I bought the car and it's just a, you know, very simple, like five words and then I'll write back and then we're done, you know, which is totally the way I operate, very to the point. And uh, just to check in, how are things going? You know, and, uh, and he knows I'm moving to Los Angeles and, you know, I might not, I probably won't come back to Los Gatos in the Bay Area and buy another car. He's just doing it from the highest and greatest good, right? And so th that when I talk about you can pray and you can ask the right people to show up and you don't even need to say how that, how those people show up or what they do. It can just be a feeling and pray for that. And, and the, the easiest way to pray it is just God bless all the right people to show up, to support me through this, whatever it is, maybe you're struggling with you uh, with spending and your relationship with spending doesn't make you feel good. So ask for the right support to show up. Maybe it's a someone that can teach you how to budget in a way that makes sense to you or not budget or um, give you some peace of mind around spending. Pray for that. Uh, pray for that, that, that resource, that teacher to show up to help you retrain yourself. And, and I will go out on a limb and say, when it comes to money and finances, it's not something you can do alone. You, you need to, you, you need a teacher, you know, and, and, and they'll give you a little nugget and then that'll connect to a part of deep within you that you know is your truth. And then you can run with that. 
but again, because we've been programmed to, to be so broken around finances and to, we're, we're hard on ourselves and, you know, and there's all these systems in place that really, if you look very, very closely, they're not nearly as accurate as they need to be considering how we have to make such big decisions around, uh, around that thing, right? And so, so you have to find a new way to navigate these experiences where you're not taking everything so personally, where it's not making you feel bad, where you're not in fear. And so pray for those resources to show up for you. My spirit guides are saying, give them a list. Um, who has helped me? Well, of course, Amanda Francis. She has, she has a, a wonderful, healthy, open, all things are possible perspective around money that she teaches in a really concrete way. If you, if you can dig past some of the Amanda-isms, which, you know, that just adds color to the story, but really get to the core of the truths of what she's teaching, no one's teaching money in a way in which she is and that gives us so much of our power and our freedom back. Um, let's see, uh, Catherine Ponder, I love. She's also up there. I'd say Catherine Ponder and Amanda Francis are neck and neck around money for me. Um, who else did I learn about money from or ways I've learned about money? Some of the, some of the old timey uh, white males in this space, in the personal development space, I learned a lot from because they're just straightforward. Again, I say, you know, I operate in feelings. So I need very straightforward information that doesn't have a lot of um, stuff attached to it. Does that make sense? Where where they get to the truth because I can feel into the truth. And so uh, Brian Tracy, I've learned a lot from around money. He He's great. If you, if you just YouTube Brian Tracy, his tone and his energy, he's such a, a great teacher. Um, who else have I, I mean, I've read so many things, read so many things. Um, I used to, I, you know, when I was really, I'd say in a desperate place to learn about money, I DVR'd all of the Susie Orman show. <laughs> uh, and, and when she was still on, uh, I think she was on MSNBC. I, I so I would just binge those and watch them. And if nothing else, she has a wonderful way of explaining the different lanes of money and how they and how and how to approach them. I think sometimes her 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 tone is a little too harsh for me, but at, when I was in a state of desperation, I I think I just needed that to kind of just balance it out. Um desperation in the sense like I was desperate to learn right and and some of the the intentions from I was that was when I was married the intention was to, like just to prove that I could fit in with this very wealthy family um and so the, my intentions weren't very high so so it'd be interesting I think she has a new show now I, I'm pretty sure it might be on Amazon video I'm gonna look for it when I get off this call uh or or this show and I want to see how I feel now. And she's been off the air a while too. And so, you know, she's, she was with Hay House for a while. So I want to see what her, her new energy is. I still read, I get her emails every week and I read everything she, 
she puts out because she does teach. She teaches about things. Even if it's over my head, I, I still, I appreciate that she's a good teacher. Um, I've learned from David Ramsey. Um, and, and again, more energetic there. I've definitely, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I've learned, I've read that. Um, God, I, I mean, a lot of these books I read when I was young. And I still got into older years and struggled because you can know something intellectually, but money is attached so strongly to our feelings. And the feeling around money growing up was very negative. Um, I don't think they, you know, either of my parents intentionally set it up that way. That was the way they were raised. Um, My dad was a little little lighter, um, a a little more prosperous. My mom was kind of this. sacrificing energy which if I will tell you now if you're holding like oh, I got to sacrifice energy uh I would say clear that out immediately because it will show up it shows up later in life um in ways you don't you don't want um you want you want to feel prosperous and more prosperous and more prosperous and more prosperous and more prosperous with each year of your life so I, I would really um take some time to to dig into that mentality because that can be a mentality around money always sacrifice and um it just won't serve us in the way our world is going that that perspective you'll get left behind um and uh who else have i learned from reverend ike (laughs) i love some matter of fact this week i was feeling a little weird about something and I just, I, I, I was looking, I was researching something else and I saw a Reverend Ike video in my YouTube, you know, on the side where they recommend videos because they know I watch Reverend Ike. And it was something and I tuned into it and I was like, oh, that was exactly what I needed to hear, Reverend Ike. So Reverend Ike was an African-American uh, pastor from the 70s. He, he spoke a lot about prosperity and he helped a lot of people of color uh, really step into their prosperity and and he's a he, he's he's new thought and he's metaphysical but you know a lot of metaphysical teachers um used um biblical and the platform the the title of reverend um to describe themselves and so um and he's showy and he, he got a lot of flack for being showy and, and, and probably in the same way amanda gets a lot of flack for being showy but I think because they are prosperity teachers and money, you know, we, we as a culture have symbols of money. They have to play into that. I'm not making excuses or trying to figure out how they think. I think sometimes when I, I, I say I recommend Amanda to a client, I have a client um, who's a bit older than me, uh, quite a bit older than me. And uh, I, you know, he, he really wanted to be a multimillionaire and I said well you got to listen to this woman because she's making it sound easy and she's t- t- all the you know all the blocks and barriers that our culture and society puts around being of the highest wealth uh she breaks all that down and says just focus on that if you want a million dollars token so I was telling him about that and he was and so he went and he watched some stuff and he's like it, it, it he was turned off by by her I said don't that's the way the devil's gonna do it right like you know like of course right um if 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 you there's a message that 
doesn't need to be that the, the lower energies don't want you to get. Okay, it's kind of the package. You'll, you'll be turned off by the package. But I'm encouraging you to get past the package and look at, at the message. Take in the messages these teachers are teaching. Let's see, who else did I read? That, uh, some of the books that were like when I first came into metaphysics that were like that were really pr promoted as prosperity books some of them weren't very good i will say that some of them were definitely not very good oh florence um amanda loves her and i think Catherine ponder might actually pull from her as well because i think florence chauvener you'll know it um uh, the Game of Life and How We Play, which is what she wrote. Let's see, what's her, how do we pronounce her name? Let's see. Um, Florence Chauvel Shen. Florence Chauvel Shen. So Florence, and then the second name, S-C-O-V-E-L-S-H-I-N-N. -N. She's also great. Prosperity teacher, woman. She, she was from the, the early 1900s. So many of her books are are readily available, um, many of them for free or very, very cheap because the copyright has expired. Um, who else? I read You Are a Badass at Making Money. I do, I did really appreciate Jen Sincero's story on how she went from being broke in her 40s. And she tells, she's such a, brilliant storyteller that um, you don't realize she's teaching you such high vibrational wisdom around money and prosperity and that faith chapter in her money book I I have I've went a whole two weeks every day I listened to that because she breaks down faith in a very it was particularly around money in such a a practical sense I think sometimes the the more um, spiritual teachers can get get a little too out there in terms of when you really need faith in an area that we already have a lot of charge around, which is money. I think Jen Sincero's that faith chapter, faith, it's, I think it's faith and, and gratitude is the, I'm paraphrasing the title. She has a funny name for, for it. Um, but it, that chapter is excellent. And the, her ebook is, is great. And the, the audio book is even better because it's nice to hear her voice. See, who else would I recommend? And then, you know, I've, I've learned little pieces about money everywhere. You know, uh, there's a lot of junky information out there. A lot of junky, junky, junky information out there um, that, that's far more limiting, that's being touted as, as, as good wisdom. Um, so, so pray about it and ask to be led to the right teacher for you. And I would say um, it's tricky with money because oftentimes we'll be learning new concepts and we'll feel bad, not because the information is bad, but because it's so high, vibration, high vibrational. And so many of us um, run when it comes to our finances in a low vibrational state. So it's going to be a case by case thing. So you always ask yourself, oh, am I? 
am I rejecting this because it's so high vibrational? See, I think my client, my spirit guides are showing me that uh, when I recommend it, Amanda, she's so high vibrational around money. When, when I, and so high vibrational that, I mean, I've had to read her things over and over and over again or watch the video again to get the concept because it's so much higher than the place that I've been existing around money, right? So I think that's what it was with there. Thank you, Spirit Guides. So, so take that into account. Um, and sometimes it's just bad wisdom, right? And so pray to see that clearly. I think there are a lot of people out there teaching about money and, and they're teaching it in a way that actually limits the flow of abundance and prosperity. And then um, because so many of us were raised um, in lack and limitation and scarcity around money in, you know, in various ways, sometimes we can take that wisdom and we can use it against ourselves and we'll start feeling bad. So maybe you're watching a video on um, somebody talking about mortgages and um, you know how to go, how to approach getting a mortgage. And you, then you, maybe they say, and you start to feel bad about yourself because maybe you, your credit score doesn't look the way they say it should, or you should, you need to go through this type of person. Um, extract do your best to see where it's opinion and and just get the information so uh, what i've done but but granted you know i've been studying money a long time so if you know when i was doing my car loan stuff and i was researching everything about car loans i skim it i skim it really quickly and i just i'm looking for the intuitive information and even before i like click out of it i i ask spirit like is was there any more that I needed in this because I don't I had because I had to keep my mind so clean around it I didn't want somebody's like you know people can get on their soapboxes about money and and be very um you know without knowing it be a bit condescending you know when it comes to financial wisdom and financial information and literacy I see it in the writing community all the time. I, I, you've probably heard me say on this show, I'm like, well, writers are assholes. And I am a writer because writers can get very, um, I don't know why. And I, I see it with money too. It's not so much the spiritual teachers around money, but definitely like when you just a basic like financial wisdom, they, they can be just too harsh, right? Because uh, I don't know. I like, I even now I'm like, why are writers so harsh? Like, I think, I don't know, <laughs> I got a lot of theories on it, but um, yeah, so if you're a sensitive soul, but you really want to take control of your finances and eradicate the fear, start praying for, for gentle wisdom, but good wisdom. You don't want such gentle wisdom that you're like, oh, I don't need to do anything. I just, I'll be fine. I'll just give it to God. No, you, you're going to have to do something. Money, I will say, is a very action-oriented oriented energy. It wants your attention. It's very much like, you know, I I want to marry again. And as I've been visiting my, my next husband, I'm seeing that, you know, not that I would ever have said this five years ago that I checked out in certain ways in my marriage. I'm seeing that this husband 
and the energy, the love that we exchange, it's a very engaging energy as I tune into it. I'm like, oh, wow, I got to be a different Amy in terms of not so much not be myself. It means I have to be uh, fully engaged in that true love for it to come into existence. The same goes with true prosperity. You have to show up for it. You can't just expect abracadabra, you know, now I have all the money and I know exactly what to do with it. No, uh, money has a lot of different aspects, a different lane. So if you could think of it like a freeway, each of those lanes have its own, its own way of being. And so you have to figure out how you want to relate to it. And, and it's all up to you, but, but you need to relate to it. It's, it's engaged. It's, um, it's an action-oriented energy. Faith without works is dead. It's 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 very much a money is it's all oh shit. As I say this to you, I, now I get it. Money is about faith, right? We have faith that that those numbers that appear will do what we need them to do at some point. We have faith that a bill, a bill will we can exchange it. We can give it to somebody and get, you know, buy something, right? We have faith that that holds its value, right? We put faith in that. And so it's a faith energy around money. And so, and faith requires patience. Faith requires belief. Faith requires integrity. My spirit guides just told me to say that to you. And faith requires action. And the integrity piece is being true to yourself, really trusting the wisdom within you, trusting what you're sensing. And, and so, so yeah, find, find teachers that support that. And then I have one more recommendation that I found um, a couple of years back when there was just, you know, I just wanted like, I don't think, like I've always been in environments where money was being, used at very high levels. Um, I, I, my family uh, could, we always were in very affluent environments, even if we didn't feel affluent. It's so weird. Um, and around affluence. So I didn't just marry wealth. I was already a, a vibrational match to, to the, the world of affluence, even if it didn't, if I didn't feel affluent. Does that make sense? And so, um, but I just wanted like, I think in that, when you're, when you grow up in those environments, I didn't learn any of the basics and and I didn't really even, like I had some systems, you know, that, that I used to get me through my twenties, but most of my twenties was racked with like guilt. Like, okay, Amy, you should probably do that. Amy, you should, oh, you did that. Right. I made decisions all around like, oh, I felt guilty last time. Let's make a better decision this time. Right. But I didn't know, like, just basics, like credit cards, how they actually, you know, I knew how they worked at this point in my life um, just because I wound up in a job where it was all, it was during the, the mortgage time, the the big, right before the, the mortgage debacle. Um, and so I, I knew, I knew about it, but I didn't know how to do it in my own life. And so the, the woman at, that she runs a channel on YouTube, um, the, I think it's called the financial diet. Let's see. I'm pretty sure she's a young, young woman. 
who started the channel. Um, I'd say she probably, she might be a, a decade younger than me. And um, it, if you go through that channel, it's just wisdom that you need. You know, just, you know, um, I'm looking at it now. FOMO, cost, luxuries, and small space living. Um, I mean, if you go back to some of her earlier videos, she's been a while around a while and her channel has grown big. And, you know, this is truly a business for her. This is her full time job. Um, so, so it's gotten a, a lot more shiny. But like she has one, my banking nightmare. She'll tell you stories. Um, uh, dirty MLM secrets. Um, overcoming compulsive spending. Side hustle 101. Um, the hidden cost of ADHD, the rise and fall of crypto bros. Like she start and, and it, she, she's teaching, she's a teach money and disabilities. Um, uh, let's see. So I, I went to this channel and, you know, learned, just learned. There was just little, and there, the videos tend to, you know, some of the videos with her specifically, um, are, are a bit longer, you know, about 25 minutes. Um, but some of the shorter ones, I could get little pieces like car loans and, uh, you know, how, how the, you know, budgeting or, um, you know, so, so it was a really great, like the 101 education that I don't feel I necessarily got as a, <laughs> as a young adult or a young, or in my teens. I went to this channel and I got it. And because she was so honest about where she came from and all the mistakes she made, it made the material very accessible. So, so it, so it just in the energy, right? I told you everything is energy for me, just in the energy, it helped me overcome my fear. So I would say, um, anything you do financial from who you bank with to, um, credit cards, anything, eradicate the energy of fear, intimidation, um, eradicate that quickly because those energies can keep you from having this very engaged relationship with your finances. And, um, and that engagement, that's true love and money responds to that energy. It, it really, really responds to that energy. You can't just, it's not so much like, yeah, there are people that like hide and don't pay attention to their finances. I'm not talking about that. There's this passive way we can kind of approach money. Like it's just in my life. Right. But, but I find that where you can start to have the most empowerment around money is when you start to acknowledge that it's a relationship and it's probably the one relationship that will be around that, that you will be in without fail until the day you die. And so, you know, people, human beings come and go, but money will always be there. You know, jobs come and go, but money will always be a relationship you are in. And so take, take control to the degree to which you have power to of that relationship and, and, and make it a loving relationship and make it a healthy relationship. I think I'm going to do a show 
soon on um, how to build a healthy relationship with money. I've already started researching and I got really excited. I was like, ah, this is going to be a show. All right, I've rambled. This was only supposed to be five minutes and I've already talked 31. So I pray, I pray, pray, pray that somebody found this helpful. I've given you some practical teachers that you can look at that can help you eradicate fear. And I've given you some spiritual teachers and pray about it and ask to be led to the right teacher for you. But more, most of all, decide that you're going to start pulling the fear out of your finances. And it's not just one false swoop. These are clunky beliefs that lead to these fears, right? Clunky beliefs that lead to clunky thoughts that that trigger the feeling of fear. And so you got to take the time. Uh, And I, I, I have taken a lot of time, a lot of time to working on, on money stuff and reworking it. Uh, And I also say a good money mindset course. Uh, You don't have to spend a lot for for it. I know there's some out there that are in the, the, the couple of thousands. I, I don't even think you need to spend that much. The one that I use the most, I only spent, um, I think I spent like just under $300 for it. And it's amazing. And I go through it. I mean, probably now lately, I go through it probably once, once in its entirety, once every four months, but I'll, I'll, I'm always referencing pieces of it. So, and it's just, and pick a teacher that you trust and that, that you like, that can, that can help you start to do the work. I don't think any of these courses help you do all of the work where, oh, I'm done. I will never have another money fear again. And any teacher that tells you that is a liar because these beliefs are longstanding and they've been put passed down from generation to generation. So breaking them up and eradicating them from your being takes a tremendous amount of work. And if you don't do it, so I'll say if you don't eradicate the fear, I want you to sit and ask yourself, if I don't do this work around clearing out the fear in my financial life, where will I be when I'm in my retirement years? Where will I be when I'm in my 90s? What will my relationship with money be like? And and I and and that's not to scare yourself or to make yourself wrong, but to say, hey, that's when you really need the relationship with money to be rock solid in the event you might need health care or you're not, you know, you're not grinding and out working, you know. And so you need you need for your financial life to feel good. It's, notice I didn't say, oh, you need to have a lot of money. I didn't say that. You need to have a relationship with money where you know that you're that no matter what, you're safe and you are protected. Okay, that's my show. I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. I love talking about money. I'm a psychic, first and foremost. That's my job. I'm a psychic. I'm an intuitive. I'm a coach. I'm a, I'm a encourager. I'm a motivator. I'm a reader of energy. And I love to talk about money. <laughs> love. I'm right under that. I love, love, love to talk about money because it is such an important energy in our life. And we've built this world where we we give it way too much importance, you know, where we're in fear and, and turmoil around it. and Or, you know, we think we have to lie and cheat to get it. 
or we don't talk about it, talk about the stuff that really matters, right? So we've got this really fucked up <laughs> relationship in our culture and in our society around money. And so I, I, I love digging into that and creating, creating a whole new paradigm around it where I get to feel good and empowered no matter what, no matter how much money is in my bank account, I get to be, feel good and empowered. And so I would love to help you. If you, if that is something that you need, you can work with me in a single session. I have the, the packages available and let's just say that you already know who you are around money, but now you're ready to go to your next, next, next level, then please consider the Elevate Intuitive Coaching Package or the Massive Result Intuitive Coaching Package. I'm here to serve you in every way. I look forward to connecting with you again on the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. I don't know if I said that. Take care of yourself. I look forward to our next conversation.